Welcome to the Work Hard, Play Hard podcast. My name is Rob Murgatroyd, and I am a former doctor turned lifestyle entrepreneur. Each week, I interview some of the best minds on the planet on the science of achievement and the art of fulfillment. Today's episode is a mini-sode that we call Friday with the Wife. In these mini-sodes, my wife Kim and I deconstruct the strategies that we've developed over the last decade to not only grow personally, but to turn our struggles into lessons and create fulfillment in all areas of our lives. Excuses are over. It's time to live. Let's dig into today's topic. All right, before we jump into this episode, I want to invite you to be considered for my Work Hard, Play Hard Mastermind by completing an application at workhardplayhardmastermind.com. So this mastermind is not like any mastermind you may have been to or heard of, I promise you. This mastermind is for six to seven figure entrepreneurs that are working too damn much and aren't taking the time to have amazing experiences around the world with an incredible tribe of people. So every 100 days or so, I drop you into new experiences that are specifically designed to elevate your thinking, to give you new ideas. Look, you get your best ideas not staring at a computer. And actually, this is the way high-level people really collaborate with each other. They do it over a glass of champagne, watching the sunset in the south of France. And we'll be doing things just like that. In fact, we'll be taking a vintage car ride through the French Riviera this summer. And we'll be truffle hunting in Florence in the fall, to name just a few of the experiences so that I can give you a feel for it. So if you are ready to do some fun stuff around the world and really, really want to level up your tribe in one shot, fill out an application at workhardplayhardmastermind.com. We'll jump on a call and we'll see if it's a good fit. All right, let's jump into today's episode. Well, Kimberly, I live now, (laughs) where do we live? In Southern California. How are you? Why didn't you say Kimberly, California girl, Murgatroyd? That would have been so much better. Why don't you start it again? Why? Because it would have been better. No, I'm rolling with it. I have no no time today. (laughs) You have no time. No, there's no, absolutely no editing time. Well, how are you? Nice to see you. I know that we pass each other in the kitchen occasionally, but how are you? (laughs) Over the boxes. Over the boxes. Hey, you want to know what we're talking about today? I would love to know what we're talking about today because for the first time in the history of the podcast, I have no freaking clue. We are going to talk about today, knowing what you want is really enough to start because the how is going to reveal itself. And let me explain what I mean by that. So we had a really, really big goal to get us to Southern California. And here we sit. Have we been here for one week yet? Not yet, right? Yeah, today. Today's one week. Today, Today our plane landed. Okay. So here we are in Southern California. And there was a very zigzaggy line for us to be able to get here. It was not perfect. So in other words, when we first sat down and said, hey, we'd like to take four months off, go through Europe. We'd like to move to California. We did not have the how of exactly how that was going to happen. You mean like in 1902 when we began this journey? Yeah, we didn't. But there was a sequence of events that transpired 
over the course of that period of time. So, you know, I am a guy that is very stuck or has been, I'm starting to change that identity of myself. Somebody who's very, very stuck on, tell me exactly what I need to do and I will do it. And that I believe has cost me a lot in life. And here's why. I think that when we decide, I I think just knowing what we want to do is enough. And I'm going to give you an example, and then I want to hear your thoughts on it. If you could imagine that you are driving a car in fog, all you can really see is maybe five or 10 feet in front of you, because that's all that's revealing itself in front of you. But then when you take five or 10 feet or you go five or 10 feet, what, what do you get next? You get five or 10 more feet. And a lot of that sort of like, sequential how-tos happen when you begin to take the first action and you have no freaking idea what the 37 steps are that are going to lead you to go from, you know, in our case, Atlanta, being a chiropractor, going to Europe, moving to California, all of those steps. So I'd love to know what your thoughts are on that. You know what's funny? Um, there was, was supposed to be a reply there. I, I, well, usually when somebody <laughs> says, you know what's funny, they'll say, you know what's funny? This but, is a two-man show, okay? I'll digress a little bit. We had uh, uh, our, our good friend Paul Horn uh, over last night, who was a former writer on The Ellen Show. And he, you, you mentioned the post that he wrote that I'm still thinking about in my head. What was the post where he said, if you say it three times? <laughs> he, said, he said, if you're in conversation with, the, with someone and they say, Wow, that's crazy. Three times, that means wrap up your conversation. <laughs> wrap it up, wrap up your story. That's crazy. It was really funny. Okay, go ahead. Um, okay, so what's funny about this is I was actually just talking about this exact thing this morning on an ideation session I was doing for our virtual mastermind. And I was talking to somebody who is very successful in her career, loves what she does to a point, but is looking for the next chapter, the next thing, a little more freedom and you know all the things we want in life. So we're trying to reverse engineer this. And I said the exact thing to her. I was like, we, we got to figure out exactly what you want before we can reverse engineer the way to get there and know that it's going to change and modify as you go. So, you know, to, to talk about you, because I, you're such a good example of this, to be honest. I remember, and we've talked about this before, making uh, vision boards. We even made like, a book once, uh, like a, a scrapbook on your goal. And you, the book and everything was so wrapped up in the how and not wrapped up in the end result. So you wanted to move to California, but you were so stuck on 10 offices in 10 years. And, and then we, that didn't work. And then we had just that life and we're going to sell this many of this and that many of that. And this is what we're going to do. And this is how we're going to do it. You were so stuck on the how that you were not willing to see other opportunities that were coming your way or that were possible, right? Yeah, uh, so I'm pulling up in my iPhone some notes I took on an interview that I listened to with uh, Tom Bilyeu and God, I can't remember the guy's name. You have um, notes on it and you don't even know who it was? I don't, uh, Bayer, his last name's Bayer. I can go that far, B-A-Y-E-R. Google uh, um, Tom uh, Tom Bilyeu and Bayer. Bayer. <laughs> I like okay, to talk. Shocker. <laughs> Okay, real big shocker there. By the way, do you know anyone in your life that tells you how to Google 
If you need one, I have two. I have Rob and I have Sophia. Here's what he said. He said, spend additional time imagining what the future would look like with the thing that you want and creating that thing. Spend time getting clear on something by imagining it. This gives you new neural networks that allow you to represent the experience that hasn't happened yet. Because if you have an experience, if you haven't experienced it yet, you don't know how to do it. So taking the time to experience it in your mind is actually required to give you the path to do it. Okay, pause there for a second. So I'm gonna I'm gonna bring you back somewhere for a minute. Are you ready? You want to get in my time machine? Uh, editor, please cue the music. All right, we just went back in time. So Rob, you used to are you guzzling coffee or water? It's water. That was a lot right there. It's water. Okay. I just got back from the gym. Go ahead. Okay. So if you take yourself back in time and when you were spending all of your energy and effort on focusing on the how the 10 offices in 10 years, the this, the that, we're going to sell this many guidebooks. We're going to do this. We're going to do that. The how, the how, the how. We made pretty much zero progress, right? We learned a lot of lessons. I'm grateful for all of those experiences and lessons we learned. But what was really, really good was when you started to actually talk about and manifest what you wanted. And I remember that you began you're literally taking pictures of me. I haven't, so posted I haven't posted anything on social you're media. So I need some, I'm behind right on my social media. Listen, Go ahead. Pay, pay, stick with me. <clears throat> I'm present. Okay. So, um, oh I'm in California God. now. How oh. much coffee did you have? Two cups. All right. Let I'm me using heavy cream now for my keto. Go ahead. Oh my God. Okay. Keto Guido. So you, are, did you pay attention to the first half? Mm -hmm. You used to be so focused on the half. Yep. 10 offices, 10 years. 10 offices, 10 years. Tell me exactly through. how to do it. But you were focused on the all of the steps and the action steps. And then one day you read somewhere, heard somewhere that you should write the story of what you want your life to look like and read it every day before you go to bed or something like that, right? Yep. That's close enough. Yep. Okay. And you began doing that. And then what happened? Then, then the pieces started to fall into place. Yeah, the pieces started to fall into place. And so to your point and to this point that I just read, I am now arriving at this new point. Yes. And the new point is that if you're, if, let's say you have a big goal, right? If you don't know, you know what the goal is, you have an idea or you can start imagining what it might be like, but you're not entirely sure what the steps are. When you get clarity in the goal, or let's put it this way, in order to get more clarity in the goal, the imagination that's associated with the goal is required to help you gain more clarity. For example, if I was, you know, if I had a goal that I wanted to live in, Cal okay, we'll use California because we're here. I have a goal, that, and by the way, I'm working this out. So, you know, please understand that this is all new to me because I just heard it. But, you know, there was a goal to, to live in California. When I started to sit down and think about my day-to-day, -day, waking up, walking Sophia to school, having... Uh, 365 days a year where we can go, um, Kim and I, and have coffee outside, then come back, work for a few hours, go to the beach, surfing, come back, family bicycle ride, come back, 
bottle of wine, watching the sunset go down, all of those, all of that imagination that I had while I was in the monkey butt humidity of living in Atlanta allowed me to unfold more clarity about what I want because now I went, okay, well, I need to live walking distance to coffee shops. I need to live walking distance to the beach. I need to get this kind of bicycle. And so the how to create those things were revealed through the imagination, thus creating this loop of clarity. Does that make sense? Yes, and it was very theatrical. I wish this was a visual podcast at this moment because there was a lot of hand movements that went along with that. But yeah, that that is perfect sense. And in addition to that, I think that a lot of people confuse creating the goal in the first place. So let me unpack that a little bit. You just talked about the vision that you had for your life. And I think that people are like, let's use finances, right? Maybe you're in debt. Maybe you don't have enough money to take the vacations that you want. Maybe you don't have enough money to pay the bills that you need to pay. All of those, all of those financial stresses and burdens that you feel. So a lot of times people will create a goal of, I need more money. I need X number of dollars. I need this. I need that. But really, it's just to alleviate the pain versus dreaming bigger and creating a vision for your life of what you want versus a Band-Aid goal to fix the immediate pain that you're in. So what I mean by that is when Rob started visualizing that goal, we had debt. We had um, a clinic that he was working twice as hard for half the money. Our income was dropping. We were stressed. We were overwhelmed. We felt underpaid. But yet his vision of what he wanted his life to look like was this California, sunny California life that seemed so freaking far away. It was almost felt impossible. But he kept writing it. He kept detailing it out to the, to the scent we would have in our house to where he would sip the coffee. What kind of coffee was he sipping? And I remember you visualizing it and reading it and manifesting it. And then, of course, it didn't just show up. We took the appropriate action steps toward it. But my point is, when you're setting a goal based on your current situation, that's not setting a goal. You need to set the vision for what you want your life to look like 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 we did, and whatever that is for you. It could be a lot of different things, but really let yourself dream again. And then you ask yourself, how do I accomplish that? And so for us, Rob created this whole vision, you know, for our family. We were like, okay, let's reverse engineer that. Then comes the money part. How much money do we need to accomplish that goal? Great. How could we, now that we have that dollar number, how could we accomplish that amount of money so we can make that goal happen? Well, here's a three-prong approach. You know, we have multiple streams of income. That's very important to our family. We could do this. We could do that. This is creating freedom. This is creating more income. This is creating income without overhead. That's where the brainstorming of how to achieve that financial goal comes in. Instead of just creating this random financial goal of I'm going to create $100,000 so I don't feel this pain that I'm currently in, create the vision that you're trying to work towards and let the how show up. I think that was beautiful. And I'm gonna add to this uh, before we wrap up here today. Oh, this is like a quickie. It's a little quickie. Um, I'm gonna add one thing to this. 
small but mighty. A lot of people, you may or may not disagree with me on this, or you may or may, may, or may not agree with me on this. A lot of people spend a lot of time focusing on their why. And I'm going to tell you that up until this moment, like this week, literally being here in California, that I think that the problem is not a lack of why. I think it's important to know why you're doing something. Please do not confuse that. You need to know why you're doing something and you need to know what your why is. That is not what I'm saying. What I'm saying is what is a bigger issue is lack of clarity in what it is that you want. I know plenty of people who are very, very clear on their why. I don't want to be working in the cubicle anymore. I want to be home with my kids. I want to get myself out of debt. They're really clear on the why. But they need the vision. The vision with such clarity, not the how, but the vision of what I want so much so that you could sit there and close your eyes and put on some music without lyrics and go off in, uh, pun intended, la-la lands, <laughs> thinking about what it is that you want and every single detail of it. In the case that we used earlier, where you can see yourself you know, playing volleyball on the beach and what your body looks like, and you can feel the weather and, and the, the, you can see the ocean and feel the spray of the ocean. Like, all, like that level of detail, I think is really what's missing. And I think people look at their why first, they look at their how more important than their vision. And I would say, Whatever you're thinking you want to do, spend a week or two visualizing what that is and imagining it and playing in that imaginary world. Then I believe the how will unfold and I think your why will actually strengthen. I love that. Drop there the you, There you have it. Have a great day, everybody. Oh, before we go... Um, well, what, what I do, guess- What do you have to say? Well, what I was gonna say was, um, you know, we're welcoming new people into our virtual mastermind, but by the time this is, actually, no, the, the day this is launched will be the last day to enroll in the mastermind. So um, quick high level, a lot of people who are listening have a, a good understanding of what a mastermind is. We're gonna do a proper, Matt, you have something you wanna say, go ahead. Yeah, I wanted to give the, the clarity on the mastermind. Is that okay? Because <laughs> I know you're going to F it up. Um, if anyone watched his Instagram the other day where he gave the wrong link <laughs> and the wrong info. All right, smarty pants, go okay, ahead. Okay, smarty pants. Uh, so you are going to get an ideation session with me, which is basically where you get to tap into my brain <laughs> and use it for whatever you need, whatever ideas. I love to uh, dream up ideas for people and it happens to be uh, something that I'm good at. So you're going to get that. It's 90 days. It's focused around action. You're going to get a 90-day pack of the Push Journal, the Shalene Johnson Push Journal. And you are going to get 12 masterminding sessions with a very intimate, amazing group of people, uh, entrepreneurs that want more out of life. Um, and you are going to mastermind each other's businesses as well have as having the guidance of Rob and I along the way. Well, what we're going to do uh, in those sessions is going to be a lot of things. But, you know, in the beginning, we're going to be talking about um, exactly like what you said. We're going to be using the Push Journal to get real clear specifically on one goal, one goal that you're working on. And we'll talk more about it for those people that are uh, 
those people that are going to be in the program. Um, and we're also going to be talking about some other areas of your life and how we're going to be able to help you manage the projects that are coming at you. Because if you don't manage the projects coming at you, you're not going to be able to, to successfully focus on the one thing that you're after, because you're just going to say, you know, I knew what I wanted, but then, then this happened and I had, you know, I got to take care of my house. I got to take care of my body. I got to take care of blah, blah, blah. And you're not going to be able to do it. So we're going to give you tools that are going to be able to like real life tools to be able to manage the multiple projects in your life. And by projects, it could be anything um, from your family to your body, right? We're just going to call them a project loosely. And then we're going to focus on the one goal uh, that you're after. And then there's going to be high level of accountability each week with check-ins, masterminding sessions, et cetera. So if you're interested in doing that, go to work hard, play hard, com, and do it now because it's closing. This is not one of those things where like people tell you the cart's closing, but it never closes. No, we're literally taking one group through 90 days. And so the cart will reopen in 90 days. <laughs> so do it now. There you have it. Have a great week, everybody. All right, thanks for listening. If you love this episode and you know someone that needs some help in either stepping up their work hard game or their play hard game, it would mean the world to me if you shared this podcast with them to help me get this movement out there. So if you like what you heard, head on over to iTunes, take 30 seconds and leave me a five-star review and I will be forever grateful. So until the next episode, excuses are over. It's time to live.